Welcome back, Giants fans. Week number six, game preview versus the Baltimore Ravens. The 4-1 Giants are playing the 3-2 Baltimore Ravens. The Giants are 5.5-point underdogs at home. After this, I have my week six spread pick show. So if you want to see me make an ass out of myself like I did last week, having gone 2-12-1 last week, then catch me over there after this. So anyway, we'll do the usual, go over the injuries, talk about the Ravens, what they've been up to, some of the matchups, the analysis for this game. Hopefully you guys enjoy. Leave your predictions in the comments and let's get into it. So let me say this about the Baltimore Ravens off the top. They're a very good football team. I know they're going to be without Rashad Bateman, who's their wide receiver one. I mean, technically Mark Andrews is their you know top receiver, but wide receiver one, Rashad Bateman's going to be out for this game. Marcus Williams, excellent safety. They just got him from the Saints in the offseason. Excellent safety. He has three interceptions this year already, so the Giants are not going to have to face him. He's on IR. But what I wanted to say about the Ravens is that they should be 5-0 this year. I mean, looking at their schedule, they beat the Jets week one, no problem. Week two game at the Miami Dolphins, it was a very high-scoring game, a 42-38 loss. But in that game, I remember the Ravens were up by like two or three possessions in the fourth quarter. Like they had that game wrapped up and then Tua Tungavailoa had like six touchdown passes. He had like four in the fourth quarter or three in the fourth quarter. It was insane. So they failed to close that game. They beat the Patriots in week three pretty handedly, no problem. Then week four, they have a home game versus the Buffalo Bills, like the Super Bowl favorites. Very good team. They started out that game up 20 to nothing on Buffalo. And then Buffalo came all the way back. John Harbaugh went for the, um, didn't go for the field goal elected to go for the fourth down they didn't get it they lost that game by three points then they beat uh, then they beat Cincinnati on Sunday night football last week so if they were able to close out the 20 nothing lead against the Buffalo Bills at halftime and the multiple score lead in week two versus the Dolphins this Ravens team would be undefeated. Like, they are very good. I don't take them lightly. Lamar Jackson seems to be on a mission this year, whether it's because of the contract. Maybe it's because he bulked up in the offseason. Maybe he's just a better player now. Maybe it's all those things. But he looks to be in a great spot right now. All right, let's get into the injury reports here for the Giants. A lengthy list as usual. We're kind of used to that, unfortunately. Cornerback Cordell Flott out once again with the same calf injury. Wide receiver Kenny Galladay out with the knee injury. Tony Jefferson, foot injury out. Kadarius Tony hamstring, he's going to be out. I mean, I'm not really expecting to see him until like after the bye week at this point. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with Kadarius Tony. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I do feel bad for the guy. I do. I, I think he wants to play, but it's just like his body's failing him right now. So hopefully he's out there as soon as possible. The Giants need him. Um, Aziz Ojolari, calf injury, same one he's been dealing with. He's doubtful for this game. So not out, but doubtful. I'd probably put it at like a 10% chance he'll play. Tanner Hudson, illness is questionable. We have Wandell Robinson coming back. That's good news for the Giants. Great news, honestly, for a wide receiving core that was led by Darius Slayton last week. The Giants get their second-round rookie, Wandell Robinson, back. He has not played since week one at the Titans. They get their defensive lineman, Leonard Williams, back for this game. We'll see how Leo and the new and improved version of Dexter Lawrence, how they mesh together. I'm excited to see that. Hopefully, they can stop this Baltimore run game, which is mainly Lamar Jackson on the edge. But hey, I mean, we'll take what we can get. I think having Leonard Williams will help. If anyone cares, it seems like Tyrod Taylor is going to play. He'll be a backup if needed. Full practices the past couple days, so he should be fine. Rashad Bateman, wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. He's made a few huge plays for them this year. Good receiver, young guy. But he's out for this game, missing his second straight game. Justice Hill, one of the running backs in the Ravens rotation. He's all right, but he's doubtful for this game. Outside linebacker Justin Houston, he's probably in his mid-30s by now. Not really 
the player he used to be, but he's out for this game. They did sign Jason Pierre-Paul recently, so Jason Pierre-Paul will make a return to MetLife, play against the Giants. I think he had a sack last week, so JPP out here making plays. But according to Giants.com, some good players here for Baltimore did not practice on Friday. That includes their corner, Marcus Peters, a DMP on Friday. Jason Pierre-Paul actually did not practice on Friday. And Kevin Zeitler, another former Giant, did not practice on Friday. Of course, he's their starting right guard. So, you know, the Giants are coming to this game as the more injured team, but I would think Baltimore has a few key injuries themselves, so I don't think the injury excuse should be used for this game because both teams are pretty much feeling it right now. All right, let's see where the Ravens rank uh, with team stats this year. For the total points offensively, they're the fourth highest scoring team in the NFL this year, so they're having a good offensive season. They are 14th in yards, 25th in passing attempts, and 21st in passing yards. Lamar does have 12 passing touchdowns. That's third most in the NFL for a team, so that's off to a really good start, of course course. They are 16th right in the middle in rushing attempts, but they are 7th best in yards rushing the ball. So they're a good rushing team, of course. That's been their identity since Lamar took over halfway through 2018. And yards per attempt-wise, rushing the ball, they're 3rd best in the NFL at 5.4 yards per carry. Defensively for the Ravens, they're 18th in points allowed, 28th in yards allowed, so you can get yards on these guys. They're the number one team in turnovers. I believe they have an interception in every game this year, so Daniel Jones got to watch out for this one. They allow the most most passing yards in football. They allow the 25th most passing touchdowns in football this year. But once again, they are number one in interceptions. So that, of course, it's like they give up a lot of passing yards, but they're also getting interceptions. So it's like there's good and bad when it comes to Baltimore's defense in that way. They are 12th best in rushing yards allowed and 26th in yards per carry. So the Giants hopefully can run on this team. Daniel Jones, another week removed from the ankle injury. Hopefully he's feeling better. And Jones did run last week, but not as often as he did, like versus the Bears, for instance. But on third down plays against the Packers, we saw Jones take off and he had like a decent game on the ground. So, yeah, once again, Baltimore, they're really good in some areas, but you can beat this team defensively, I feel like, especially passing the ball. But of course, with the Giants, it's going to be tough because the Giants have thrown for over 200 passing yards once this year. That was last week. Daniel Jones has yet to have a game of over 250 passing yards, and the Giants don't have the best receivers right now. So unfortunately, the Ravens' weakness on defense, the Giants may not be able to take advantage of that. But at least the Ravens do allow five yards per carry, and that, of course, bodes well for Saquon Barkley, Matt Breda, even Daniel Jones when he runs. So this might be another run-heavy type game for the Giants, but I do think they can put up points on this Baltimore defense. Matchup-wise, when the Giants are on offense, you're going to see some Andrew Thomas versus Jason Owe or Adafi Owe, whatever his name is now, but um, they have Justin Matabuke playing well on the inside. Calais Campbell is probably in his mid-30s, still playing at a high level at left end. You have Jason Pierre-Paul probably across from Evan Neal if he plays, so that'll be an interesting matchup. You're probably going to have some Darius Slayton versus Marcus Peters. You're going to see some Marlon Humphrey on whoever. I think Marlon Humphrey can guard anybody, so we'll see who he matches up against, but... You know, they still have Chuck Clark at safety, solid player. Geno Stone's a younger guy, but, you know, he's going to fill in for uh, for Marcus Williams and see what happens there at safety. Maybe take a shot at him, see if he's ready. Linebacker-wise, they have Josh Bynes, another veteran in his 30s, but Patrick Queen, the former first-round pick from 2020, is in there as well, having a, a decent season. So once again, this will be a game the Giants want to establish to run, obviously, but I do hope to take at least a couple of deep shots. Like, I'm hoping for 
maybe just two or three plays of over 20 yards passing the ball. I know Wondell Robinson's coming back, so that's going to help. But I don't know if this is the game where you want to dink and dunk it for the Giants, so we'll see how they approach this one. Now, when Baltimore's on offense, of course, one of the big storylines is Don Martindale is facing his former team. Martindale was the Ravens OC from either 2017 or 2018, so he's been there for a little bit, but... Don Martindale's probably had this game circled on the calendar for a while, so I'm sure he's looking forward to this one. Baltimore's gotten some production out of Devin Duvernay. He was more of a gadget player, kick returner coming into this year, but like he has really stepped up in the absence of Rashad Bateman. And he's had a good year overall. He's scoring a lot of touchdowns. So Duvernay's not a guy that coming into the year, many people expected things from. He's only 5'11", but he's out here having a good year. So Duvernay, a speedy guy, got to watch out for him. They have Demarcus Robinson on the opposite receiver side. And I remember Robinson was rumored to go to the Giants at one point, the former Chiefs receiver. That never happened, of course, but that's kind of funny. They have a good offensive line. Ronnie Stanley at left tackle, of course. Ben Powers at left guard, solid player. Tyler Linderbaum was supposed to be one of the best center prospects in a long time. He's a rookie. Kevin Zeitler at right guard. We know about him. Morgan Moses, veteran right tackle. So like their offensive line really has no weaknesses. I'd say maybe Ben Powers is like the weakest guy out of that group, but like even he's a solid player. So this Baltimore offensive line is no joke. Tight end wise, they have maybe outside of Travis Kelsey. Maybe he's better than Kelsey. I don't know. But Mark Andrews is one of the best two tight ends in football right now. Um, gotta watch out for him. He had a monster game last week. He's had a few monster games this year. So Mark Andrews is a guy that will have to be guarded by guys like Xavier McKinney. Maybe they give Landon Collins a shot when he plays in this game. I don't think Collins will play that much, maybe 20, 25, 30% of snaps, but Mark Andrews is a guy you have to watch out for. Maybe try to bracket him, double team him. Don't let that guy beat you. And of course, Lamar Jackson, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the football of course, still playing for that contract, but he's been off to such a great start so far this year. He didn't miss some throws last week. He missed a couple of deep shots in that game he would like to have back, but Lamar has still been great. And on that last fourth quarter drive, he just put the team on his back, made some throws to Andrews. He ran the ball, got them in field goal range. So Lamar is no joke, obviously. He's just one of the best dual threat quarterbacks maybe of all time. So Running back-wise, J.K. Dobbins coming back from that really bad ACL injury last year. Dobbins has looked better of late, but he's still not that same guy. He had a multi-touchdown game versus the Patriots a couple weeks back, but J.K. Dobbins is still getting back into shape. Gus Edwards is still hurt. I don't think he'll play in this game, but they have some other backup running backs like Mike Davis, Kenyon Drake, guys that are like veterans and guys that I'm not too worried about these days. So hopefully like the running game outside of Lamar is not that much of a concern, but watching the Giants on defense will be interesting to see how Don Martindale attacks his former team. This guy has seen Lamar Jackson play up close a bunch. He knows what the Ravens' tendencies are on offense, so hopefully the Giants get a masterclass performance out of Don Martindale in this one. By the way, Jalen Smith has an 81 PFF grade this year. Small sample size, only two games, but that's that's awesome. For a guy they picked up off the street at linebacker a couple weeks ago, Fabian Moreau is also playing very well, obviously. So yeah, for this game, I think the Giants are going to have a chance. Of course, the Giants are five and a half point underdogs at home. I do think the Giants will have to have a couple of deep shots passing the ball in this game. And you can't let Lamar beat you over the top. I mean, I could definitely see a play where like Devin DuVernay gets behind the defense and Lamar hits him or something like that. You know, you can't have Mark Andrews have a 10 catch game for 120 yards, two touchdowns, got to keep him in check. But, you know, it's just DuVernay beating you deep. It's Mark Andrews beating you everywhere and just trying to just mitigate Lamar Jackson the best way you can. Have a quarterback spy 
Maybe even it's Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith has shown good range this year. Maybe have Jalen Smith as a spy for a lot of like the obvious passing down plays or something. I don't know. But I do trust Don Martindale to have a solid game plan for this one. You got to get good production out of Saquon once again. Hopefully it's like a five or six yards per carry type game. He'll probably get more carries than he had last week. He had like 13 carries last week. I would expect more of like 17, 18, maybe more. So Saquon hopefully gets more carries. He didn't miss time last week, of course. He had, took a drive or two off with the shoulder injury. And Daniel Jones has to take advantage of a a Ravens pass defense that is ranked worse in the NFL right now by giving up yards. I get the guy doesn't have great weapons right now, but he does get Wandale back. We saw Darius Slayton step up last week. Daniel Bellinger's been solid, so... The Giants should have some semblance of a pass game here. Hopefully this is a game where Jones can have like 240 yards, maybe a touchdown or two, and, and no turnovers. That's the big part. So, of course, I mentioned Baltimore is the number one defense this year in creating turnovers. Daniel Jones has to watch out for that. Don't fumble the ball. He did last week, but it was, you know, a defensive holding play, so it didn't count. So got to watch out for that. No bad passes. And also the kicking battle. The kicking battle should be awesome in this game. You have Justin Tucker. Future Hall of Fame kicker, of course, made a game winner last week from pretty far away. Um, he's awesome. He had a great second half in that game versus the Bengals on Sunday night. And we know about Graham Gano. He's been so great this year. I think Gano has missed one field goal this year. It was like just a BS field goal we didn't even need versus Chicago. So um, these kickers are amazing. It should be, you know, a fun game overall. But this might come down to one of those games where it's like the final drive set up for a Graham Gano 55-yarder, set up for a Justin Tucker 57-yarder, and maybe that's how the game's decided. So we'll see. But the Giants have to take care of the football, run the ball effectively, defensively. Don't let Mark Andrews kill you. Don't let Devin DuVernay have a 70, 60-yard touchdown, whatever. And just try to keep Lamar Jackson in check rushing the ball. So that's pretty much all I can ask for. So we'll see what happens Sunday. I think the Giants have a chance, of course. I mean, I would pick Baltimore to win, but I think the Giants will be alive in this game. They'll keep it close. I will pick the Giants to cover the spread. So Baltimore, I think they might win this game by three or four, but if the Giants get a couple breaks or make a couple big plays on offense, that can change the entire game. So we'll see what happens. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. I will talk to you guys Sunday night for the reaction. Hopefully we're reacting to five and one, not four and two, but even four and two is not terrible. So it's like, all right, if we lose, it sucks, but not the end of the world. F five and one though, phenomenal. That's definitely, you're making the playoffs at that point, no doubt about it. So anyway, hope you guys enjoy the video and I'll talk to you guys next time.